No, my heart in my Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. I'm Wallace Chapman. Today, Chris Hipkins spent his uh, first day on the job as Prime Minister with business leaders in Auckland today. We talked to a founder of a local business that has found huge success in overseas markets. That just after four. Also, with mortgage rate increases looming, some have asked, well, why don't we have 30-year fixed-rate mortgages like they do in the US? We talk about that. And 16 polytechnics and most industry training organisations all go under a single brand this year. The loss of well-known local identities or a better model for the long term. Now, if you have done a polytech course, get in touch. What did you do? How did you find it? Tell me about it. And urban planner pours cold water on cul-de-sacs. Is that how you say it? Cul-de-sacs? Cul-de-sacs? He doesn't like them. Does not like cul-de-sacs. Uh, do you live in a cul-de-sac? What's it like? Text me at 2101. You can email the panel at rnz.co.nz. With me this afternoon, Nikki Bazant, author and journalist. Nikki, great to have you here. Kia ora, Wallace. What are you, uh, well, let's just... Thank you for this. <laughs> You're so welcome. Chocolate. Do say chocolate. Chocolate. 60% cocoa. What a treat. I wasn't expecting it. Thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. Yeah. Also today, uh, the Head of Humanities and Creative Arts at the University of Canterbury, Peter Field. Hello. Yes, good afternoon. I'm afraid I'm not bearing any sweets for you, but uh, maybe some intellectual treats. Well, it sounds like that I what I should be doing is halving this chocolate and setting it down. Am I correct in saying that you share a birthday with me? <laughs> you are absolutely correct. And it's your birthday in the United States today. Oh, oh. I get two birthdays. <laughs> Keep those <laughs> messages coming. No, don't. <laughs> Yesterday was enough. All right. Now, we so we have Nikki and Peter on this afternoon. Ben Hutchings is still competing fiercely at National Surfing Championships, but he wants an over-70 age division because it's a different game going up against those sprightly 60-year-olds. The 76-year-old is the oldest competing surfer in Aotearoa, and he's had a career all over the world, including coaching kayak teams at eight consecutive Olympics, including some of the greats. He was awarded the Order of Australia. He's a legend. With me is surfer Benny Hutchings. Welcome to the panel. Thank you. How are you going? Oh, more like how are you? It's so, it's an honour to have you on the programme, um, Benny. National Surf Champs a few weeks ago. Piha, how did you go? Yep. I did okay. Uh, 30, seconds, <laughs> 30 seconds to go, I was going to get through to the final and uh, just missed out by a point, but uh, I was happy with that because uh, the young fellas in the 60 and overs are just coming into the age group, and I did the best I could, and I come out very happy. Why do you want an over-70 division? Well, it's not just so much that I want an over-70 division. I think in surf life saving, in surfing, in kayaking all the sports that I've been involved with over the years, it's more of a an activity health health uh, thing. A lot of people give it away early and they still like to be involved. 
And I just feel that uh, bringing in a slightly older age group, like from 60, well, keep the 60s, obviously, going up to 70, I've got so many old friends, both male and female, who I think would really just love the get-together as much as anything and just being part of the whole system. So uh, I've seen it in Australia because I go back for a few months um, every winter and go to a couple of the contests for the oldies. And, you know, you're getting up to six heats of the 75 and overs, you know, and I think... Amazing. I think it's, t- I think it's time. I know they've got more numbers and the depth and all that kind of stuff. I was going to say something bad, but uh, it, it's... I think it's needed. I think it would be a great a great um, thing for surfing. Just amazing, Nikki, huh? It is amazing. Ben, I reckon you are a, an inspiration, actually, a role model for people not only in your own age group but all of us. I think it's incredible. I'm going to hazard yeah. a guess that you don't yeah. feel old at 76. Well, I try and keep as active as possible. I mean, this morning I had like a, a two-hour surf. Um, and if there's nothing happening in the water, like howling onshore winds and very choppy, I, I try and do a 90-minute, a minimum 60-minute bike ride. So you don't do it to try and keep young. It's just the activity and the health, and that's what I was meaning before with bringing older age groups. Uh, you know, we're all growing older, living for longer, so why not just have those same events all the way through? So, yeah. I do feel 76 sometimes, but after a two-hour surf, anybody would. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Peter, what about you? Does this? I, mean, I, I feel really tired just thinking about it. I mean, I'm 54. At the age of 60, I'd like one of those um, mobile scooters. I'm saving up for it now, Peter, you know, with a little flag at the back. Not at that's, 60. Oh, absolutely. That's too young for no, that kind not. of carry-on. No, no. I wonder if, I wonder if this is meaningful yeah. that you've chosen to have Benny on the day after your birthday. You're feeling a little old. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I always have. I can't. Something. Benny? I was just going to say something like that. I just got a new push bike, right? And they said, surely you're going to get an electric one. Nothing against electric bikes. And I said to the lady, oh, I'll wait till I'm 80. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you, Ben. Well, for those of for those of us who do wonder, like me, seventy six. How do you do it? Well, I get obviously I get asked that all the time. Like, what's the secret? What do you do? Yeah. As far as surfing and surf life saving activity, uh, I just never stopped. I mean, I don't think there is any secret. I think if you can just keep the passion for what you've grown up and, and been involved in for like the coaching with the kayaking 45 years. If you just keep up the, the enthusiasm and the passion, there is no secret. You, I just get up every morning, I go down to the beach, I check it out, I have a look at what the conditions are and I just do that every day and I don't even think about it because I love it. And I think, you know, having a love for the sport you do, or it doesn't even have to be sport, any activity, keeping the love and the passion. And the hardest thing I find with a lot of my friends here, if they do give up at around that 60, 65, or even a little bit earlier for a longer period of time, yes, that is when it gets 
difficult to get back into, especially with surfing. I mean, you've got a moving ocean, you've got currents, yeah. rips, waves of all different sizes. So you do run out of, you do run out of steam a lot quicker than when you were younger. And if you've, if you've not done it for a year or six months, nine months, just take your time and take step by step in anything and just do little bits at a time and do them consistently and you'll get not back to where you were when you were young but you'll get back to you know you'll get to where you should be at your age oh my goodness yeah you're getting resounding uh uh, yeses from nikki here you're quite inspired nikki Uh, it looks like the lesson for all of us here is move it or lose it right so if you don't stop then you don't lose your your agility your mobility your health it's such a good lesson for us you all. you endorse that, Peter? I certainly would. I think we could speak in general, too, and just say that if you're not growing, then it's over. So no matter what you do, you have to keep doing it, and you have to do it your whole life, and you have to continue to grow. Any age. Yeah, yeah true. Well, I, you know, I've been a little knocked about with surfing and stuff like that over the years, especially when I've been to Hawaii or I go to Indonesia every year still with my grandson and my son. <laughs> good heavens. Three generations three generations of us out there but yeah i've had the new hip and the two new shoulders and a few spare body parts but they have they've given me a new lease so it's you know you can just keep you just keep doing it and enjoying it and there is going to come a day when you hit the brick wall we all know that and when it happens to me and it's going to happen i'll look back and think well I couldn't have done any more, you know, and I won't have any regrets. I'll have a bit of disappointment, but I won't have any regrets because um, I've just loved every minute of it. Oh, Benny. Even the hard, even the hard times in the coaching with the kayaking, you know, like uh, the ups and downs and the selections and the appeals and all that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't swap it for anything. You know, you've given us light this afternoon. Even though I still want to buy my mobile scooter with a flag when I'm 60, I won't be part of your surfing community, but others will. Benny, it's a pleasure to have you on. Okay, thanks very much. Much appreciated. And uh, keep well and take care. Thank you. That's uh, Benny Hutchings, legend, 76-year-old, the oldest competing surfer in New Zealand. And by the way, uh, his coaches include the likes of Ian Ferguson. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. yeah, New Zealand's second most successful Olympian ever. Uh, okay, so um, a lot of um, pro-cul-de-sac people coming in, a lot of, a lot of cul-de-sac lovers. This is going to be interesting. I live in a cul-de-sac in Palmy, Caracas Street. It's a wonderful place to live. Over a dozen young kids always running around, bouncing between houses and riding bikes. So, yeah, a big cul-de-sac to support. Uh, all right, uh, time for I've Been Thinking. Who wants to start? Nikki Pazant, uh, you want to talk about uh, menopause again? I do, at the risk of being the person that always comes in here and bangs on about menopause. I'm just a bit angry today. Like many of my uh, of my menopausal cohorts, I would imagine, especially those in the UK, because they've just um, the UK government has just rejected a proposal to um, protect the rights of women uh, who are going through menopause. They've rejected the um, proposal that you can't that you won't be able to discriminate against women for being in menopause. Um, that they were wanting to make it illegal to discriminate against women going through this normal natural life stage but it's been rejected so and they've also rejected a trial of um, menopause leave so I just this just kind of just makes me tired it makes me feel like I thought we would got past this and that one of the reasons they gave by the way is that they felt that it could discriminate against men 
Now, I don't know how you get there from here, and it's kind of exhausting that we're still at this point of, A, equating menopause with a disease or an illness because they said it would discriminate against men with chronic illnesses. Not sure how. And also, it's not a zero-sum game here. This kind of equality that we're talking about, which is all it is, you don't give rights to women and that and right. mean that that takes away rights from men. It's, just, it's just a frustrating situation. Nikki Bazant, the, oh, by the way, the former chef demission, Dave Durar here, say hi to Ben. We competed together uh, in the surf. Peter Field, I've been thinking. Yes, well, I can't really find a good segue into mine from, from menopause. Forgive me for that. Um, but um, we're coming up on a year, February 24th, of the invasion of Ukraine by the Russians. And it's a momentous day because uh, today the United States decided that its best tanks are on their way that, to the Dnieper River in the Donbass, the, the A-1 Abrams tank. Um, and the M-1 Abrams tank is not a defensive weapon, that's to be sure. And, of course, the Germans and NATO are also going to send Leopard tanks. So... Um, I don't think that 2023 is going to be any respite for yeah. uh, the Ukraine or the world. And I, I worry where the ne- adults in the room are and where negotiating any kind of armistice is. Uh, we know that war is, is politics by other means, and there must be a political so- solution somewhere. And I just don't know where it is. And nothing makes me particularly and generally, Wallace, more worried than at the moment. Ukraine is a flashpoint. Yep, uh, and you've mentioned too, Peter, you've spent some time in Ukraine yourself and you brought your insights you. to that, but actually reading up about this, uh, the Abrams, wow, it's, uh, this is a quote from the New York Times, it's an exceptionally complex machine that is challenging to operate and maintain. This is a real big piece of kit, isn't it? And it is, and it's, it's not a defensive weapon. That is, one uses yeah. that to take back the Donbass, to take back um, uh, uh, regions that are now occupied by Russia. And that's a real worry. Anyway, we should also say, Wallace, I'm sure you join me um, in sending out our, our hearts, feelings to the fam- family of, of Andrew Bagshaw, too, Yeah, uh, who died uh, there. Uh, yeah, kia ora, uh, Peter. Uh, Peter Field and uh, Nikki Bazant with me this afternoon. Thank you for your responses. Uh, yes, I attended Night Tech in Dunedin to learn touch typing in 1966. There you go. Lovely to have your company this afternoon. You're on the panel on RNZ National. <laughs>